Y'all are generous people, and I know you're great at giving, but how are you at receiving? As part of our series on building community, we're going to talk about what giving and receiving generously looks like. It might be hard to process, and you might not agree with me, but hear me out. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Hey, hey, y'all. I'm so glad for you to join me for episode 35 of Just One Simple Thing. We're in the middle of a series all about building community. If you missed the beginning of the series, head back to episode 34, where we talk about building a community versus building a platform. It's probably not surprising that our biblical inspiration for this series is the early church described in the first couple chapters of Acts. In this episode and the next one, we'll break down parts of Acts 2, 44 through 46, and see what we can learn about community from them. In the NIV, the verses say, All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. The ESV gives a little different picture at the end of verse 46. It says, They received their food with glad and generous hearts. Most of the time, when we talk about community, we focus on verse 44, where everyone is selling things and giving to each other generously. But we miss the part in verse 46, where it says they received generously as well. It feels a lot better to give generously than it does to receive generously, doesn't it? But it's a mindset shift that we have to make, even as leaders of communities, if we want our communities to grow strong and healthy. It's okay for us to receive from our communities and even to be glad to receive from them. It's not being greedy or selfish or manipulative. I'll give so that I can receive. No, receiving is part of having genuine, open relationships. Community was not meant to be a one-way street, where all the giving happens from one direction towards another. It's meant to be more like a roundabout, where gifts are flowing in and out, where everyone is making space for everyone else. So whether your roadblock is on the giving side or on the receiving side, I want to share three things you can give and three things you can expect to receive from your community. Let's start with the giving. Number one is your uncommon perspective. 
The early church believers were together because they had a common experience and a common mission. But what they each contributed to the community was uncommon. Each person had unique giftings and resources they could share. The people in your community are there because they need what you have to fulfill their own purpose. So share your perspectives generously. Number two is your platform. Whether you have 10 followers or 10,000 or 10 million, using your platform to promote those in your community does two things. It validates and encourages them, and it connects people with the resources they need. This is something I love to do. My platform is not huge, but you'll often see me sharing what my clients, Move Forward Mastermind members, and other members of the Do A New Thing community are doing because I believe in their mission and I want to support and bless them. And number three is your best content. What did I just say to give away your best content? Yes, I did. If you're a business owner, that sounds really scary and counterproductive. If you give away the best stuff, why would anybody buy what you have to offer? But I promise you that they will. Your best ideas don't belong to you. They are God-inspired and meant for the edification of others. When you give away some of your best ideas through social media posts, opt-in freebies, webinars, etc., you're honoring the gifts that God has given you. Just hold on a minute and we'll talk more about what happens after you've given away your best ideas. Which brings us to receiving. Now remember, in community, we receive generously. So this is what you can expect to receive from your community. Number one is feedback. This is priceless. How many times have you been thoroughly convinced and extremely excited that some new idea is going to be the one thing to skyrocket you to success, but then you put it out there and get no response? Yeah, me too. I've learned the hard way that before I get too excited about something, I can float it out there to my community to see if it's what they really need. It's a safe space to experiment with new approaches. Some things get great feedback and I know to press in, but many a half-baked idea has died on the vine of an IG story sticker that got no response. Number two is testimonials and referrals. It's totally okay to ask your community to share what it's like to work with you and what they've learned from you. If they've benefited from what you offer, it's likely that they know others who could use your help too. And it's not just from your clients and customers. I know people in my community who have never purchased a single thing from me, either because it's not what they need or because it doesn't fit in the family budget. But they frequently and generously share my content and refer their friends to me. That means the world to me, and they are valued members of my community. And number three is buying or buying in. It's okay to ask your community to pay for things. Go ahead, pause the podcast, and say it out loud wherever you are. It's okay to ask my community to pay for things. But didn't I just tell you to give away your best content? Yes, give away your best ideas, concepts, and advice, or at least some of it. But when it comes to the implementation, the down and dirty of putting it into practice, that's where a lot of people will need help. 
and guess where they'll turn to get it. Here's an example in my own business. One of my best ideas is the one-year line-a-day move-forward journal. There's nothing like it on the market where you can spend less than three minutes a day documenting what's on your mind and see your progress and God's faithfulness on the pages in just a few weeks. It's magical, and anyone can create their own with a simple spiral notebook. That's how I started mine. Plus, you can go to the journal page on my website to download a free sample page that shows you how to get started. But to get the whole year printed and bound with the list of prompts to help you use it and the inspirational quotes and verses on each page, then you have to buy it. My community showed up and bought almost 400 copies last year. And this year, to get the extra pages for goal setting and quarterly and annual reviews, you can upgrade to the deluxe version. See how that works? Give away the idea, sell the implementation and expertise. Now, you might feel strongly that God wants your thing to be purely a ministry where everything is free and you aren't selling anything. That's true for a lot of people. In that case, it's totally okay to ask your community to buy in to what you're doing. They can do that by volunteering to help sharing your content, supporting causes you believe in. Buying in connects them more deeply to you and your message and honors the hard work you've been doing. I know some of this episode may have been hard to hear, and you might not agree with everything I've said. That's okay. It may not be right for your business. Just head back to Acts 2, 44 through 46 and ask God, how those verses apply to where you are in your community building process. Now, for your one simple action step, I know you guys are great at giving to your community. I see you out there doing it all the time. So for your action step, I want you to stretch a little bit into your discomfort zone and let your community know what you need. Give them an opportunity to buy or buy in. If you do it publicly on social media, Tag me at do a new thing and use the hashtag just one simple thing so I can share with my community too. Let's practice receiving generously. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.